vroom, zoom, zoom. We have arrived just about at our destination. Next exit on the right, WrestleMania weekend. Live from Hollywood. We are live from Canada, though. The Shoot Brothers podcast, the Wrestling podcast. Hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Cameron, Granddaddy Osborne. Hey, son. <laughs> That's right. We've made it. Biggest weekend of the wrestling year. The Stanley Cup, the Super Bowl, the Oscars. You know all the comparisons. We're mm-hmm. here. That's exactly it. That's exactly it, Mike. Um, we, we've we gone through the year this is where we're coming down to the wire and even just of like earlier this afternoon the 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 kind of official night one night two lineups have been announced it was even a mystery even just until earlier today yeah and you know i noticed there's one less match on night two so still some mystery they could always add one more to even it out you think so throw in a little possible uh, now again, yeah, we now you know spoiler that we have not seen anything about the uh, what the fuck are they called the the ba- the battle like the battle royals. Uh yeah, that'll be on SmackDown. I think they announced. Yeah, which which I think we did a couple. We've done this before, right? Yeah, it seems like that's pretty much the new. Just standard. throw it. Just throw it on the Friday. Yeah, because nope. they don't even do pre-show matches anymore. They used to. You know, it would get on the pre-show at least, but now they just keep it all in the main. Well, and I'm glad, you know, I mean, it's... Yeah, you're not going to miss anything by just an hour of Booker T laughing and being silly. Yeah, just like talking to himself, kind of. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure as hell not listening. Nope. Nope. Uh, but let's uh, let us get here into the, uh, the show then. Let's kick off the show. Let's get into our weekly action and then uh, go from there. So how about a little edition of SmackDown Live? Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Our penultimate. Smackdown, right? Um, we still will have tomorrow night's show to really to really send us home. Um, but, yeah. But for now, just nine days before challenging Roman Reigns for that Undisputed Universal Championship, Cody Rhodes kicking off an episode of Smackdown with a contest against Ludwig Kaiser of Imperium. Yeah, I like this. Uh, you know, in the build-up, Cody's been he's been wrestling and he's been doing all kind of these. You know. Guys, you don't see quite as often in big matches like uh, Ludwig and Gable the other week, and then mm-hmm. LA Knight. So, shines a bit of a spotlight on them. But uh, yeah, a little bit different. Just keeping him, you know, if you can't get physical with, uh, you know, p- with your competitor, you, you just can't just be on the mic the whole time. That would be a little bit much. Uh, I mean, Roman's doing it. He's yeah, but not wrestling he's too, the but. champion. He's allowed. No, I, hey, I give Cody respect. You know, you're putting your body on the line. Imagine he tore his pack a week before WrestleMania. Or Are you going to tell the tribal chief <laughs> he has to fucking wrestle or something? You want to tell him that? I'm not going to tell that to the to my tribal chief. Well, it's too late now, but uh, yeah. Anyways, Cody Ludwig having a pretty good match. Uh, Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman come out at one point, distracting him a bit, but Cody overcomes this, hits the Cody Cutter and the Crossroads, gets the win. And then right after Paul Heyman announces that on Monday Night Raw, Cody's going to face Solo Sokoa. So another big match there. 
Another big match by a man who has not been pinned. No, undefeated in singles competition, yeah. but Cody says you aren't ready. You're going to find out on Monday, and after that, Roman's going to find out he's not ready either. So. Ooh, scary shit. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Uh, Charlotte Flair coming out, just another little promo on Rhea Ripley. Got a bit of what treatment there, but really nothing. You know, we're just waiting for the match at this point. There's not really much you can say. Yeah, there hasn't really been too much buildup, unfortunately. Uh, or, like, really... The other stuff is so emotionally compelling, it's really hard for this thing to stand out on its own. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's all there is to that. We got Rey Mysterio taking on L.A. Knight in a fun little match. And I love it. Every week, L.A. Knight just getting more and more over. He was actually... There was actually dueling chance between him and Ray here, so you know, getting cheered against there, yeah, the Yeah, that let's go uh, let, let's go uh or yeah. L yeah, let's go Ray, L A night. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Just shows what a good job he's been doing and uh this was also the night where Ray had his family, his wife and daughter at ringside and uh Ray's in control, climbs the top rope when Dominic's music hits, he comes out. So L.A. Knight takes over, but Ray fights back, hits the 619. Uh, or he goes for the 619, but Dominic trips him up, which distracts Ray. L.A. Knight rolls him up against the 1, 2, 3. So big win for L.A. Knight, baby. <laughs> big win. Yeah, we've mostly seen him uh, getting kind of jobbed out or, you know, just kind of lo- he's always on the losing end. Yeah, so nice to see him beat a big name like Ray. Yeah. But uh, right after that, Dominic gets in the ring, shoves Ray, just tells him, give me what I want. Uh, Ray rolls out of the ring, so Dominic goes over to his mom, sitting in the front row. Says, how can you be married to such a pathetic loser? You know, you're a deadbeat mom. And that's when Dominic's sister, Aaliyah, gets in his face and he just says, sit down, stupid. And that's when the mom snatches the microphone away. But Dom snatches it right back and just says, Mom, shut up! Which, that's... You've gone too far now. <laughs> shut up! Yeah. Tells his mom to shut up. That's when Ray has finally had enough. Walks up and punches his son in the face. Enormous pop. Like, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Mike, you were half expecting for the police to show up right there. For the child, <laughs> the blatant child abuse. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, you know, uh, next to the Sami Zayn stuff, I think that might be, like, the third biggest pop I've heard this year when he when he got punched what, by Ray. When he made contact? Yeah. Well, so what, number one was Sami's chair shot to Roman. Yeah. Number two yeah. was... <laughs> I mean, I guess either both Sami. Sami in Montreal is just the same as the Royal Rumble one. They're kind of one A, one B. Yeah, very yeah, a very one A, one B. It's almost kinda you almost want to put them together in the same show. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we'll sort that out at the shooties at the end of the year. But uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get to it, folks. You're just gonna have to wait <laughs> nine and a half months, but we're gonna we'll, we'll get there. But yeah, so the crowd's chanting, Yes, Ray grabs the mic, says, You made me do this. You don't disrespect your mother like that. You wanted a fight at WrestleMania, you're on. So it's finally official. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't mean we still can't have Dominic interrupt 
the Hall of Fame this week. Oh yeah, well I mean I think you know we we had uh, even thought about a uh, a potential gimmick match, you know, and you know we can still announce it later on. Now I don't know anything about Rey Mysterio's personal life. Is this is a current wife still? Do we know this? What? What about his wife? Yeah, it was this like so the the like what he said what he said shut up mom. He was talking to like Dominic's mother slash Rey Mysterio's wife. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. You know. I mean, funny. It was like you know your ex wife or something. Like, shut up, mom. You'd be <laughs> like, I'm staying out of this one. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I just was not sure about the extent of the, uh, you know, the, the familial layout. Just wanted to confirm. <laughs> no, I think it is as they presented it. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got Lacey Evans teaming up with Zia Lee to take on Shotzi and Natalia. One of these qualifiers for that women's showcase tag match. Uh, yeah, so it was fine. You know, uh, Shotzi hits a big kamikaze dive to the floor, takes out Lacey Evans, which leaves Natalia alone with Zaya. Natty gets her in the sharpshooter. Zaya taps out. So Natalia and Shotzi are going to WrestleMania, which is awesome for Shotzi. You know, biggest, biggest stage of her life here. Yeah, and you well, of course, what what's a what's a WrestleMania without Natalia on the card in some capacity? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, she's making it. Whether it's a battle royal or a multi-person or a uh, a, t- a tag team showcase, as it were. And maybe they can have Shotzi come out in a full-size tank. <laughs> they got room. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, uh, the, the the stage will tell. The stage will determine who. Uh, I mean, you know that there is a big, you know, they're building the Cody elevator under the ramp right now. <laughs> I bet somebody is hammering away on the on the design of it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they qualify. And then right after Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler come out to announce that they will also be in the showcase match. No, no qualification. So, yeah, <laughs> immediately, Shotzi and Natalia are there like, Duffook. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, that's all sorted out. Uh, so we get Adam Pierce in the ring to host the Intercontinental title contract signing. Bring out Drew and Sheamus first. Sheamus still mad that his best friend's trying to win the title that he's been after for the last six months or whatever. And Drew just says, you're acting like a teenage girl trying to guilt trip me. And uh, before the fight can break out between them, they both stop to sign the contract. That's when Gunther comes out, signs the contract. Uh, just says he'll do whatever it takes to defend his title. And then he gets in the brawling brute's face. A big brawl erupts, and we get an impromptu match. So Gunther versus Butch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Butch putting up a good fight. Uh, you know, if, if this was Pete Dunne versus Gunther, though, he'd probably... Well, I mean, hey, it, it's funny. You know, <laughs> Pete Dunne versus Walter, and then uh, Gunther v- versus Butch. You know, I think that's yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> I think that's that. That's the funny part in my mind. Peter Dune, of course. Yeah. Either Peter way, though, Dune. nice hard-hitting little match. Uh, at one point, Butch accidentally hits Drew, who was still watching at ringside. So Drew jumps up on the apron. Sheamus yanks him down. Drew hits Sheamus with a Glasgow kiss. Uh, and then Ridge Holland hits, hits Drew. And yeah, they're all fighting each other back in the ring. Gunther hits a big clothesline, and then his finishing move to get the win. Yeah, the little the little tune up, the pre mania tune up. Nice to see Butch again, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've heard some rumors he may be getting the Pete Dunn name back. Peter Dune. What was the uh who's the third Riddick Moss? Was he the third in their in the Brawling Brutes? Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. Oh fuck. So close. Yeah. Yeah, he's still hanging around. Wait, who's Riddick <laughs> where who's <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Riddick Moss is Mad Cat Moss. Yes. Okay. My bad. Yeah. My bad. And where's Bad Cat Moss been? Probably in the Battle Royal. I think, didn't <laughs> he, he win he it last Friday. year or the year Check before? He won it one year, DeAndre. I oh, remember. did he? Oh, yeah, must have been last year. Yeah. But Anyways, the final segment, you got Kevin Owens coming out for the KO show, bringing out his boy, Sami Zayn. Big pop, lots of Sami chants. And they just talk about WrestleMania, and Sami can't believe after all these years, they are finally on the verge of winning the tag titles together. And Owens says, remember how you got that? Honorary Oos shirt. Well, I got you a new shirt. Uh, it's a KO Mania Goes Hollywood shirt. But then on the back, or it's actually the front, because the KO Mania is on the back. And uh, yeah, on the front, it says WrestleZania. So a nice custom shirt Wrestles- for him. WrestleZania. Yeah. So uh, he gives him the shirt, calls him the MVP of the WWE, and the crowd chants MVP. And, uh, yeah, so they have a big hug. The Usos show up, attack them. Uh, they kind of fight. Owens grabs a chair, chases them off, and that's how we end the show. And that's how the, sh- and that's how the show ends. We're going to WrestleZania. <laughs> yeah, those shirts will probably be a hot item. Yeah, they'll be li- – yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's the front page of uh, d- uh, WWEshop.com. Oh yeah, it's definitely. probably the title image. <laughs> Fuck, I hope Zay- I hope Sami Zayn is making. Uh, do they do they all get some kind of residuals off of uh, merch sales? Yeah, yeah, they all yeah, they would do. like regardless. I mean, I'm sure maybe the percentage is different, but you know. Uh, yeah, probably different percentages, but everyone gets cut. Yeah, because like when when the fiend was all the merch, like Bray was probably racking in cash. Oh yeah. And now I bet uh, Sami Zayn is probably bringing in money. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he's doing pretty well. Awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad, you know. Yeah, he deserves it. (laughs) I'm glad for the boy. Uh, More of that. uh, Yeah, we'll, 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 I mean, of course, we're going to have tomorrow night SmackDown. It's probably going to be a badass episode uh so i'm sure we'll hear more from sammy zane but let's move on over the same night we're talking rampage we open up um ooh, tnt championship powerhouse hobbs our new champion remember from a few weeks back yeah. After he, uh, you know, he he put it on the line. He climbed the ladder and almost fell. Classic <laughs> yeah, yeah, photo that will be held uh, forever. Uh, he's taking on Penta this week after taking on Ray Phoenix last week. So kind of you know banging his way through the brothers. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the match was fine. He had Penta doing his big lucha, flipping to the floor, the double foot stomp on the apron, uh, and then later on QT Marshall jumps up. Causes a distraction while Aaron Solo jumps in, attacks Penta. So Penta picks up Solo, hits the fear factor. And while the ref's busy dealing with all this, 
Uh, Hobbs nails Penta in the head with a TNT title. And then he hits the town business to get the win, retain his belt. The town business. And that's what they're calling it. That's what they're calling it now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This inverted attitude adjustment thing. <clears throat> the town business. So what is that? Like, well, yeah, I, I, I feel like I've heard the expression, but I can't quite put my finger on what it actually would be. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, the small town mining company. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't think know. it's just some. Just, just trying to. Name. Just trying to understand. You know. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Jake Hager, Brody King. Yeah, a couple of big guys just brawling it out here. Uh, at one point, Anna J shows up, throws Julia Hart into the ring post, which distracts Brody. Hager tries to roll him up, but Brody kicks out. And then hits the all-seeing eye to get the win. So Brody King continuing to look strong here. He gets more singles matches than anyone in the House of Black, it seems. Good point. Hmm. I feel like we haven't seen Malachi on his own in a long time. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a while since he's uh, since he's done that. Yeah. But I can't even, I can't way, even I think like of Brody. a singles match. Was He was in a four-way at one point, wasn't he? Uh, for the All Atlantic title, like last year. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, honestly, that's the last <laughs> singles match I, I can really think of. Yeah, I mean, we know he went away for a few months, so maybe he's still dealing with some stuff. But uh, huh. either way, I like Brody King. So oh, of course, yeah, I love a, a bit, the beef. It's beef. Yeah, he's quick. <laughs> quick. He's tattooed. He's cool. He's a cool looking. He look and he seems like a cool guy to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about next up, Layla Gay? Wow, Layla Ray, <laughs> Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, Jade Cargill, Mark Sterling at ringside. They got a cease and desist because Valkyrie, Valkyrie, they don't want her doing her finisher because it's the same move as the Jaded, but uh, she hits it anyways, gets the easy squash win. Sterling gets in her face with the contract, so she hits him with the. Uh, same the yeah the same move as well yeah what is it called the uh valhalla yeah road to road valhalla, to valhalla. Like yeah <laughs> so that's that that's uh their feud continues yeah do you think we'll, do you think we'll get a uh judge judy style or like people's court style courtroom uh decision <laughs> because now this is now like mark sterling keeps presenting legal cases and then just keeps failing yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a point where somebody is going to stop trusting him and be like, no, you suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if a bad lawyer kept giving you advice, you'd be like, I'm not going to take – you're a bad lawyer. I'm not going to take your advice. Didn't we get a trial once with like Eric Bischoff as the judge back in the early days? Oh, uh, with Chris Jer it was Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I guess it was during the pandemic era, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's go to the main event. You got the Kingdom taking on the Acclaimed. The Acclaimed still super over. Crowd chanting and scissoring and singing and match itself. Nothing too crazy. Uh, Maria Canellis at one point takes off her boot, slides it in the ring for a weapon, but Billy Gunn chases her to the back. And then the Acclaimed just go on a roll, hit the arrival, and the mic drop, get the win. 
Uh, is the are the acclaims still in the 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 scene? Are they in the picture right now? I mean, I would think so. They're not getting the next shot, but maybe the title shot after after FTR and them figure their thing out. Right. But I don't know. You think you'd want to keep them in the mix because they're still just so over selling tons of merch and all that. Oh yeah, if we're talking merch sales, those guys are <laughs> crushed. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. But that was Rampage. Let's well, move let's on over on. to the uh, to the next to the, through the weekends and over to uh, our final episode of Monday Night Raw. Let's get right. Let's get show the show of shows yeah uh, and what better way <laughs> to open up the show with an episode of Ms. tv our uh our host for our host. the event I could, I could think of better ways but we'll still we'll open with that. well hey you know he's he's welcoming us <laughs> to you know to the, the whole he's to the whole thing really no i get it i get it he'll probably open wrestlemania as well yeah, but yeah, with a uh, quiet on the set, quiet on the set, bringing out uh, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita, um, coming out talking about their match they have coming up against Damage Control. Yep. Uh, so Damage Control come out to respond, and yeah, Bailey just insults Lita and Trish for being old, and uh, yeah, Trish is like, "Well, Lita's currently a champion, so it's more than you." and Anyways, they're all insulting each other. Uh, yeah, so let's end this at WrestleMania. Let's end this at WrestleMania. That's pretty much <laughs> it. I guess, yeah, they brawled out. Yeah, but uh, we do end up getting a little preview right after we get the match. Becky Lynch versus EO Sky, which, you know, two years ago, this would have been a dream match. <laughs> back in Yeah, this would have been a uh, barn burner for sure. Yeah, back when EO was on top of NXT and, you know, she hasn't been booked like the monster she once was, but uh, the talent is still there, so. I'm sure. Yeah, good little match. They're going back and forth. EO hits a nice springboard moonsault to the floor. And then back in the ring, she goes for over the moonsault, but Becky avoids it, hits the manhandle slam, gets the win. Looking, looking good. Looking good in the process. Yeah. It was a fun little, fun little match to kick things off. Yeah, like you, like you said, a potential dream match. Yeah, you know, you know, I could see you could run this back on a pay per view setting and uh, get a lot more out of it, but still fun for what it was. Exactly. Exactly. And then after that, we got Seth Rollins taking on Mustafa Ali, and yeah, Rollins just super over as usual. Everyone's singing, having a good time, and. Short little match. Uh, Ali gets hung up in the corner in the tree of woe. So Rollins runs up, hits an inverted curb stomp on him, and then follows with the regular curb stomp, which Ali sells amazingly. He sells like a fucking <laughs> pro. He's yeah. he he Mustafa Ali is what he like. He attended the Ricochet school of selling. Yeah, you know, just like. Bike on his head, doing a headstand without using his hands. <laughs> yeah, like that fuck, like uh, like Gable on that 
crossroads last week. Just yeah, keep. yeah. The perfect so. Kenny Omega does it. We know what it looks like, folks. Yeah, when you're a good seller, every move can look deadly. But uh, yeah, Seth getting the easy win and then cuts a quick promo on Logan Paul after for their match. Yep, their match uh, coming up. It's gonna be big. The match number yeah. four or five for Logan Paul. Uh. Yeah, if you count the Rumble, I guess this would be five. Yeah, you got to count the Rumble. Yeah, okay. spot of the night on the Rumble he had. If it was, if yeah, if it was, if it was just a taught, yeah, exactly. He was a spot of the night yeah. that counts. <laughs> uh, Corey Graves in the ring to host a weigh-in between Omos and Brock Lesnar, and MVP's out there, of course, doing the talking for Omos. Says Brock has beaten many legends, but never someone the size of Omos. He won't be able to F5 him or even suplex him. And Omos gets on the scale, comes in at 410 pounds. Which, I could buy that. You think this is legit? You think, uh, 400, see, that's the type of size I mean, that I can't even conceive. Yeah, I mean, if they said 370, I could also buy that, so it's hard to tell. But I'm thinking at least 350. This at least 350. that much height. Yeah. How much does Shaq weigh? That'd probably be a good comparison. Shaq was three hundred. <laughs> three hundred? Like in okay. his yeah. Shaq was three hundred. He's probably a bit more than that now that he's retired. But like yeah, like his big old days, his prime days. Yeah. <laughs> that was a three hundred pound man. Yeah. Okay. okay. Either way, uh Brock Lester comes out. He doesn't care about weighing in though, just goes right after Omos. But he is unable to knock him off his feet. So he picks up the scale, ready to use as a weapon, but Omos nails him in the face with a big boot, lays Lesnar out, and then he picks up the scale, so Lesnar escapes. But Omos getting the better of him in this encounter. <laughs> yeah, in the in the pre in the pre mania. You know, it doesn't matter what it, it doesn't matter once those uh once once that bell rings, Mike. <laughs> this is Brock no, Lesnar at WrestleMania. This isn't some uh noob. Come on. No, but uh, I mean, either way, good for Omos, you know, getting standing tall in here. We don't do Very tall. we don't do the weigh in gimmick too often, but I feel as though Brock Lesnar was involved in the last one also. Probably. Uh, <coughs> I remember the one time AEW did it. It was a disaster with Cody Rhodes and whoever else. Right. What happened that, there? Well, they 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 tried to make it too real, and Big Show couldn't figure out the scale, so it took like ten minutes for him to get the thing lined up. The oh. like traditional was it that that was that what made it weird? Yeah, because Cody was just started telling he's like say two fifty two fifty, and Big Show's like no nope, no nope, let's get it right let's get it right and yeah I don't know I don't, remember, I don't remember that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna search that I'm gonna I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look that up because I don't remember yeah. that. I remember seeing a clip from Roads to the Top where Cody was talking about it. It's like I kept trying to whisper to him, telling him to wait so he wouldn't have to do it. And yeah, it was just a <laughs> he long was like, no, segment. no, no, no. You think it was that whole feud with Anthony Agogo where he started talking about like my daughter's mixed race, so yeah. we're saving America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. We brought race into the American nightmare. Yeah, so that whole feud was right. bad. I'm, so I'm gonna look that up. Weird. I want to. I want to see that bit again. <laughs> uh, anyways, though. Moving on, we got a big old eight-man tag match. Braun Strowman, Ricochet, and the Street Profits taking on the Viking Raiders, Chad Gable, and Otis. So I think these are pretty much all of our showcase, tag team showcase competitors. 
Yeah, these are the eight men, just uh, four on four instead of 2v2v2v2. So, yeah, pretty much just a preview of that. Uh, standard multi-man match. Everyone's tagging in and out, getting their moves in. Uh, Braun, Otis, and Ivar have a big beefy showdown at one point. And then uh, Braun hits Eric with a big power slam. And then gets Ricochet to stand on his shoulders for a big swanton bomb off the top. And then to cap it all off, Ford jumps in, hits a twisting from the heavens frog splash onto a, over top of Braun onto Eric to finish the job, get the win for the baby faces. You know, well, we're not going to see those teams work together on the on the day of. Ricochet is definitely going to jump off of Braun Strowman, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's done it multiple times yeah. now. Let's see if he can do a, a shooting star press off the shoulders. That yeah. would be. It's coming up. It's coming up. May 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 be coming up in the shooties. Or sorry, not the shooties. The uh, the prop bets coming uh, up. Again, yeah, so. yeah, don't forget about those. Don't folks. forget about those. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll see all these eight teams. We do have um, Carmelo's out with an injury. Yeah, so that's why apparently she got replaced with. Uh, Sonya Deville, I guess, a few weeks or last week. Yeah, I guess. Sucks for her. She just came back. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, they haven't really said what it is or how long. But uh, either way, that's too bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did get our next movie parody. And this one was an all-time classic. Goodfellas. One of the best movies ever made. Uh, and you had the bloodline playing the parts. Just perfectly cast. Roman Reigns doing the Joe Pesci, the whole, what, you think I'm funny? Funny how? You know, that whole thing. <laughs> In the bar, I watched recently, very recently. Oh, yeah, that's one of those movies I could watch every year for the rest of my life. You sh And you should. So good. Joe Pesci winning the Oscar. Uh, shortest acceptance speech of all time at the Oscars, I think. What did he say? Or was he says, it just it's quick? It's my privilege. He just says, it's my privilege, thank you, and then he leaves. <laughs> What a baller. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. For a guy that does so much shit talking, just that little thing. But anyways, it's yeah, Roman's yeah. Pesci. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing a Pesci voice, so I'm going to. <laughs> Paul Heyman was doing the Ray Liotta role. And yeah, Reigns is like, you think I'm a funny, like a tribal clown? And anyways, they have a good laugh. This was my favorite parody they've done yet. This was your favorite one? I think so. I like I like yeah. the uh, I think I uh, this was yeah this was great and I think if I could pick another like in a top two, the uh, the Seth Rollins Joker uh, was <laughs> yeah, also that was good. pretty he, good as well. He he, he 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 played that off pretty damn well. Yeah, I mean they're all pretty. They're just fun, yeah. fun little things. They'll probably replay them all in the pre-show. Get Saturday. it? We're going to Hollywood. Get it? Okay, we can move on. Exactly. <laughs> just like eighteen years ago when they did it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they did the exact same thing. Austin Theory comes out, uh, or I guess they showed us a video. It was earlier in the night before the show even started. The arena's empty and cuts a promo saying he doesn't do this for the fans like Cena does. He does it for himself. And then just kind of hypes up their match, which they announced will kick off WrestleMania weekend. The very first match on the very first night. Yep, Cena's doing a one and done. He's getting in and oh, he's got to fly back out. For Peacemaker Season 2. Or maybe it's in Hollywood. He just drives down the lot, down the road. <laughs> to Warner Brothers Studios yeah, or whatever. The shooting schedule is... <laughs> I can't get a day off. Yeah, I got a 9 o'clock call time I gotta be there for. So. <laughs> yeah. 
after that, we got uh, another one of these women showcase qualifier matches. Mia Yim and Candice LeRae taking on Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, who we just mentioned replacing Carmella. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, match was fine. You know, both teams just kind of throwing together here, but. At one point, Chelsea's pretending to be hurt, so the ref checks on her. Sonya interferes, attacks Maya, which allows Chelsea to hit the unprettier and get the big win. Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville going to WrestleMania. Their big mania moment. That's what it's all about. It's coming. They could showcase more than the other teams. (laughs) It's up for grabs. Who's going to be the showcase? Top show? I don't know. They still haven't really announced a prize. I'm assuming you would get a tag title shot if you win this thing, but yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. But I mean, I, yeah, good point. Good point. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, then we announce our final inductee for this year's Hall of Fame: Stacy Keebler, former wrestler, <laughs> former wrestling person. Yeah, I don't know if she's done acting or anything since then. I think she was dating George Clooney at one point or something but anyways she'll be there Clooney yeah and Clooney will be there no I don't think they're together anymore shit oh well <laughs> uh, Damien Priest Dominic Mysterio in the ring Dominic says it takes a real low life to hit your child he thought Ray was a deadbeat dad but now he knows for sure and at WrestleMania, he's going to show what a true failure Ray really is. And then he says he wished Eddie was his real father. Lots of heat for that. Ooh. Man, imagine hearing <laughs> your own son say that, too. Yeah. Uh, he says family is his, his family is a disgrace to the Mysterio name, and he will own the name all to himself after WrestleMania. So maybe that could be one of the steps fighting over the Loser Mysterio. has to change their last name. <laughs> something like that and they have like a guy from city hall like at ringside for, yeah like so the documents can be signed right there and like he's an <laughs> official he, you know he puts the official stamp on it or something yeah we'll see if they book that at the hall of fame but uh we stick around damian priest takes on ray mysterio and uh yeah match was fine ray hits a big hurricane run off the top ropes and then the 619 Goes to finish with a frog splash, but Dominic just yanks him down, attacks him, causing the DQ, and then just beats down his deadbeat dad until <laughs> uh, Legato Del Fantasma run and chase him off. <laughs> deadbeat dad, I do love <laughs> this dad's this dad son stuff. It's so ang- it's it, it's so angsty kid and a dad just being like, "What the fuck is wrong with him?" <laughs> he's just like yeah. what did i ever do to you i love it <laughs> what uh no i think uh next to the bloodline story this is kind of the next biggest storyline they've been had going for months now and both and both on smackdown smackdown's uh, crushing yeah pretty much yeah. um yeah like we said earlier they officially announced the andre the giant battle royal for smackdown this year and couple guys backstage just hyping up they're all on the list uh yeah including so, i think it's yeah. la knight's photo yeah la knight's there madcap uh rick boogs like la knight's you know, a potential guys. winner 
That'd be cool. That'd be fine with me. I'm still hoping he shows up on the actual WrestleMania. Well, of course, but see, yeah, I mean, LA, LA, LA Knight to. and The Miz. That feels like uh, that feels like it'd, it'd be, we'd get some good promos out of that. Definitely. Book it. Book uh, it, Hunter. Then we get Gunther taking on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah, you know you, you know what happens here. Ziggler gets a couple moves. The famous sir, big two count, but Gunther just takes over, chops the shit out of him. It's a big German suplex, and then the big power bomb, and finally the last symphony to get the win. It's nice to know uh, guys like Dolph Ziggler are still kicking around down there, you know? Yeah, I think... Uh, He's one of those guys. He's a lifer. He's pretty much here till the end of his career, I think. Which I guess is as ha- is probably as however long as they want to keep him. Yeah, and then I'm sure when he retires, they'll probably let him if he wants to work backstage. He's probably more than welcome. Oh, you think so? Agent. I think so. He's been with them like almost 20 years yeah, that's now. He knows cr- isn't everything that about crazy? Them. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I think so. Why not? Why not? Uh, the main event, though, Cody Rhodes taking on Solo Sokoa. Big matchup here. Uh, you know, like I said, Cody, not shy about putting his body on the line less than a week before the biggest match of his life. So he's, you know, good props for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, match was pretty good. Evenly fought. At one point, Solo hits the rock bottom to Cody onto the announce table, but it doesn't break. And then back in the ring, Cody hits a disaster kick. And then the Cody cutter. And then the crossroads makes the cover. Uh, but Solo just able to get a foot on the rope. So Cody goes for a moonsault. Solo avoids that. Cody hits another Cody cutter. And that's when the Usos come running out to distract Cody. Solo hits him with a super kick. And then the spinning Solo. But Cody's able to kick out. Possibly the first man to do so. Uh, and that's when Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens come running out. They take care of the Usos. Back in the ring, Solo goes for the Samoan spike. But Cody counters it, hits another crossroads, makes the cover, gets the one, two, three. So Solo Sokoa suffers his first ever pinfall wow. loss here. Huge. Ruining the percentage, the win percentage. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, hey, for a rookie, that's a damn good run. To go from September till now without uh, eating a pin, so without ever still losing? looking strong in defeat. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it was in, in a in a great match too. Part of yeah. the uh, part of the actual storyline that's been uh, driving this whole thing, anyways. Yeah, you know, I thought Solo Sokoa might find his way on the WrestleMania card, but that's okay. This was kind of his big WrestleMania caliber match. Got to main event Raw, so. Either way, he'll be on the show in Rowan's corner. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's it's great to see, you know, this was the whole year, the 2022 to now. Yeah. When when, uh, when he came up for the first time, I think. So, you know, you love to, you like you love to see it. <laughs> Solo Sokoa, sorry you lost, but it was all in good cause. Mike, should we take a break? Sure. Let's take a break. We're gonna come back. Of course, we got action on NXT. A little bit of dynamite. Then, uh, then we got WrestleMania. Stand and deliver. You're not gonna want to miss it. Stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. 
back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking up through the break. Chugging our way along through here, through the pre-Mania week. And although WrestleMania is coming up, Stand to Deliver is also going to be live from the Crypto.com arena. Don't forget, folks, buy your tickets with Ethereum. You can buy your tickets with Bitcoin. All the concession stands... You know, like, you know, they some places, you know, like the ACC doesn't do cash. Like, it's it's card only. This <laughs> place, <laughs> crypto only. But you can choose <laughs> which crypto you want to pay in. Yeah. So whatever is trading low that day, that's what you do to save Or just, money. yeah, whatever you have the most of. You know, maybe, like, you know, you're, financially you allocate yourself. You're like, yeah, Bitcoin is kind of the money that you're is like you're saving for like a mortgage money but then your your litecoin that's your that's your walking around money <laughs> that, that, that's you know that's you want to you want to get a coffee <laughs> yeah i remember at one point i don't know if it was like last year or the year before when i was at the mall there was like a crypto exchange booth or something yeah those are <laughs> all no those are pretty common those are all over the place i have no clue what they mean I don't know. I, I mean, have, I have bet crypto coins, but I've never actually bought. I didn't actually pay any money. It was a theoretic. It was like a. It was an on the golf course. I will bet you this, and then it kind of never came to fruition. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think most of them have dropped a lot in the last. Yeah. Time. What did I? What did I bet with? Me, me, and a, we we're sell coins. We were betting sell coins. <laughs> on on like a skins competition. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, I have not. I did not pay any money, so I'm all good. But like we said at the Crypto.com Arena, not to be overshadowed by the payment structure, <laughs> is the actual wrestling action, uh, which will be stand and deliver. So this is uh, this is really our go home show for NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So before. That's right. You know, it's 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 pay per view level. It's where you know it's the home of the Lakers. So you know it's definitely going to be a bit juiced, and uh, I'm sure it. You know, I'm sure I don't know how ticket sales are doing, but I bet you know the faithful will uh will will stop by. Yeah, certainly there will be thousands. Uh, in attendance. It's certainly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Saturday afternoon, if you're looking for something to do while you're waiting for WrestleMania, you can throw that on and have a big day of wrestling. Yeah, if you find yourself in the uh, in the Southern California area, go for it. Yeah. Uh, we still got some things to figure out, so let's start with the Battle Royal for the final spot in the North American title match. So, yeah, just kind of mixed bag. Your boy Scripps was in there. My, my, uh, my boy. <laughs> Dijak, one of the favorites to win, is eliminated early on. And, uh, yeah, just a bunch of other mid-card, lower-card guys. Uh, Jinder Mahal was in there, who seems to be a member of NXT at this point. He, yeah, if you're in a fucking multi, a, a multi-man battle royal... If you just yeah. show up and you're there, you're officially like present, like on the roster, which is fine. Keeps him away from the big leagues, and uh, yeah, he's not going to do shit on the main roster anyway. He's so. not going to do shit on this roster either. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, Charlie Dempsey. He was the one I was rooting for, uh, picking up multiple eliminations. Daba Kato, the big man, he eliminates Apollo, continuing their little thing, and. Uh, 
Yeah, Dabakato makes it to the final four. But of course, the other three guys team up to eliminate him. So final three, Nathan Fraser, Axiom, and Charlie Dempsey. Uh, yeah, Dempsey gets thrown over the ropes onto the apron. Axiom just smacks the shit out of him, kicks him to the floor. So Dempsey's eliminated. And the crowd booed that a little bit. And so did I. So he's catching on, this Dempsey fella. I think so, especially with the return of William Regal to to, to <laughs> Hunter and Hickenbottom, you know. Yeah, at some point we'll see them both together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, comes down to Axiom and Fraser, and uh, just a nice little cruiserweight exchange. They were going hard, had the crowd chanting, "This is awesome!" And then eventually, Axiom tosses Fraser to the floor, gets the win. So Axiom has earned. The final spot in the North American title match. Yeah, in a pretty damn good match, too. Yeah, this was fun. And I'm sure that match will be great on Saturday. You know, uh, with a, you know, uh, hey, I, and there could be any winner in this Fatal Five Wave. Uh, and actually, much, could, be, yeah. could be one of them. Yeah. Why the hell not? Uh, backstage, Briggs and Jensen hanging out when Kiana, James, and Fallon Henley come up and. Fallon's like, okay, Kiana, time to tell him. And Kiana says, I feel horrible that you guys aren't on stand to deliver. So I pulled some strings and got you a match tonight. If you win, you'll be added to the tag title match at stand and deliver. So they're all hyped. Fallon's like, what? But uh, Briggs is like, yeah, you knocked this out of the park and gives Kiana a high five. So still no resolution on this uh, Sebastian mystery. The longest feud. Maybe it's going to be like her cat or something. You know, that's <laughs> kind of like the... Something. or Yeah, I don't know. We'll still wait for that reveal. <laughs> Huge reveal. Hey, TV storyline of the year. Uh, who is Sebastian? You know, putting forward an... You know, uh, it's candidacy. What if it's like, uh, you know, a mini pony, little Sebastian? yes it could be a person it could be a cat or it could be a mini pony (laughs) yeah shetland pony uh our next match von wagner taking on tyler Bate. so wagner the bigger guy tries to muscle bait around but uh tyler Bate, no stranger to facing men much larger than him and He's also got Chase U in his corner, and uh, Robert Stone tries to interfere. So Thea Hale tackles Stone, beats him down. Crowd's chanting for Thea. Bait gains control, climbs the top rope, and hits the spinny boy, the big corkscrew senton, and that gives Bait the win. I like that uh, Chase U has been, you know, has officially recruited the help of. Uh you know, somebody who they can really use. See, whenever little, whenever up and starting like new factions, they got to go for the big wig, right? It's uh, it's the Dark Order going for Hangman Page. You need a, you need yeah. a, a proven champion in your corner. Yeah, no, Tyler Bate certainly fits the bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, then afterwards, we go backstage. We see Roxanne Perez on the scene. She's looking for HBK and. Goes into his office and uh, lets him know that as of today, the doctors have cleared her for action. Sean says, yeah, that's great, but you know, your health is uh, number one priority. Coming back in a ladder match may not be the best idea. So 
you know, we can get a new crown, new champ crowned there, and then you get the first shot after. But Roxanne does not want that. She wants to go and steal the show like HBK used to do at WrestleMania. So uh, she has to confront her anxiety, face it head on, and finally Sean relents and says, okay, you're in the match. You deserve the right to defend your title. Okay. So that seemed that that that, that felt a little weird to me when we she pulled up. I think this whole thing was just a storyline all along. For what purpose? To fill a spot in a match? I guess just to make her or even to, though she's the champion going in as an underdog in her own title match. Or to make a reason for a match in a, in the first place? They were like, "Shit, we don't have enough time to actually make a match. Let's just well, make I a mean, multi-man." They could have done the same thing anyways, but uh, yeah, she has like no one person that she's after. Yeah. Either way, though, good to see she's okay. Yeah, definitely nice to see that, you know, I mean, probably landing on the side of her retaining, too. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, then we got Valentina Perez taking on Electra Lopez. These two kind of been quietly feuding for a while now, but uh, no one cares that much. They just kind of duke it out until Lopez hits the Electra Shock. Sit out power bomb to get the win. Yeah, pretty pretty quick too. Not much. Yeah, kind of two of your bottom of the card wrestlers here. Uh, then we get the debut of uh, DJ Eddie Thorpe taking on Miles Bourne. Gets the jobber entrance, Bourne. Uh, but he got a few moves in there until Thorpe just takes over, hits a swinging neckbreaker to get the win. Yeah, when a guy named Eddie Thorpe gets the big entrance to you, <laughs> you got to work on it, Miles. Yeah. You got to work on it, Born Eddie Thorpe. Yeah, it was. Uh... Let that name sit there for a little. Let that name marinate for a little bit, Eddie Thorpe. <laughs> Thorpe. Uh, let's move on. We've got a triple threat: Indy Hartwell versus Ivy Nile versus Sol Ruka. Triple Threat last chance match to earn the final spot in that women's ladder match for the title at Stand and Deliver. So uh, no secret here. I'm rooting for Sol Ruka and the crowd as well. She seems to be the favorite. She hits a big moonsault off the top rope to the floor and then uh, springboard into a big splash. And yeah, the other two women, they have their moments as well. Ivy Nile gets Indy in the dragon sleeper and they're both kind of near the corner so ruka just runs in jumps off the corner hits the soul snatcher onto ivy but then indy hits ruka with a big boot knocks her to the floor and then indy hits a running elbow to the back of ivy nile's head and gets the one two three so indy hartwell steals the win to earn a spot in the ladder match or steals the win yeah, Sol Ruka, she had this in the bag. Yeah, and then I think this might be a, a couple now. Straight that Ruka has, uh, you know, been on the losing end of. Yeah, it's too bad. I really would have liked to see. Her, she, she's uh, a shooty winner. She deserves to be in, uh, you know, a higher echelon of conversation. Yeah, and, you know, she's in the running for some more shooties this year. Wow. Wow. So, I still consider her a rookie as of right now, so I'll say that. Okay. 
Yeah, agreed, agreed, considering I <laughs> heard of her when she came up on stage to accept her award. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, after this, Drew Gulak takes on Hank Walker. Uh, yeah, just kind of lots of submission work going on. Hank hanging in there with a technician like Gulak, but... Uh, Charlie Dempsey in Drew Gulak's corner. He ends up nailing Hank behind the ref's back, which allows Gulak to roll him up, get the three. So Gulak with the cheap win. Yeah, Drew Gulak, too bad. Or yeah, I guess good stuff. Gulak yeah. and uh, Dempsey, they seem fun though, right? They yeah, similar goals. Of, um, yeah, just no styles. nonsense. Wrestlers, no nonsense you know? wrestling. <laughs> Just some good old no-nonsense wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we got tag action. Briggs and Jensen taking on Tony D'Angelo and Stax Lorenzo. And this is the one where if Briggs and Jensen win. They get added to the tag title match on Saturday. So uh, during the match, we see Fallon and Kiana just watching in the back. Fallon says, when this is over, I'm telling Jensen everything. And Kiana's like, no, wait, let's talk. And they both head out to the ring to... Stand in their corner. Briggs gets the hot tag, goes on a roll. Him and Jensen hit a doomsday device uh, spinning heel kick, which someone called it the tippy top, but I don't know. Could use a better name. The tippy top? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyways, the pin gets broken up, and then Briggs gets taken out, so Jensen's left all alone. Gets hit with a double inverted spine buster, and that gives Tony and Stax the win. So Briggs and Jensen are not added to the tag title match. Too bad. Yeah, you know, they're good guys. They, I would have liked to see them in the match because otherwise they're not doing anything. And Yeah. Uh, the family. Oh. But right after that, Fallon Henley grabs the mic and says, this has gone on long enough, Jensen. There's something that Kiana has to tell you. And Kiana James says she's right. There's something I should probably tell you, but I'd rather show you. And then she drops the mic, walks up, plants a big old kiss right on Jensen's lips. Crowd's going wild. He's done it. He finally got on base for the first time. And yeah, just huge smile. Crowd's cheering. Kiana looks at Fallon like, what now, bitch? Fallon's just showing her angry face, so... Maybe Saturday is when we'll get, if they're not going to be in a match, we'll get the big resolution of Oh, at least the big, like, the payoff in that, yeah, the out-of-the-ring payoff. Yeah, something. We got to, because I guess, well, I guess Fallon and Keanu will be wrestling, so maybe it's after that match, I don't know. After that, we come down to the ring, get a mic in hand, and maybe we meet Sebastian. Yeah. (sighs) Could be fun. Uh, The final segment, Grayson Waller comes out. Says he still hasn't signed the contract to make his match with Johnny Gargano an unsanctioned one. And talks about their history at War Games. He jumped off the top of the cage, but Johnny was the one who got all the spotlight. And that's why he attacked him during his NXT farewell speech. And calls Gargano the biggest mark in the business. And that's when Johnny's music hits. But he doesn't appear on the ramp. Instead, the cameraman that was in the ring pulls down... Or he puts down the camera, takes off his face mask to reveal Gargano. 
He attacks Waller. Security rush in, pull them apart multiple times, but they're just beating each other up. And uh, Johnny was even bleeding a little bit from his head there. A little bit of blood. Yeah, it took a stray shot, I guess. I don't know. You know, this is really coming off as uh, maybe even the biggest match of the night. Uh, I mean, unsanctioned, so it could get crazy. Yeah, exactly. It really could. So uh, what about, let's just uh, let's just look at that card right now. Yeah, well, we're here. Yeah, while we are here. Uh, well, yeah, so like we just said, that unsanctioned match. Johnny Gargano, Grayson Waller. Johnny Gargano knows how to put on long bangers with lots of cool shit. Uh, I think the yeah. question here is, can Grayson Waller keep up? <laughs> well, you know, he's a young guy. He should yep. have the stamina. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get lots of chairs, tables, all that crazy fun stuff. It'll kind of, uh, but who gets the win is the big question. I mean, like Johnny, Gargano's- Johnny Gargano doesn't even go here. Yeah, so you think Grayson Waller, he's kind of one of those top guys, so he'd probably be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. And he can fight as dirty as he wants, so yeah, I'd give it to Grayson Waller. Yeah, probably give it to Grayson Waller uh, at the end of the day. What about the uh, what about the Women's Tag Championship? Fallon Henley, Keanu James taking on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, probably a retain. Uh, I don't know. No? These tag titles are usually pretty short reigns. And Good point. I don't think. I mean, it all depends on this mystery. If if it's uh, not what it seems, maybe they stay together. But if there is something shady going on, I don't think they want to remain partners. And I don't know. I could see them losing here. Okay. But yeah, could go either way, really. Yeah, maybe it's tr- yeah. Change the belts because uh, it's fun. It's fun to cheer. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Alba and Isla, they got a little. Thing going on they both like fire i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah fire and dawn are somehow kind of like connected to also what about uh yeah. what about triple threat for the tag team championship gallus defending against the creed brothers and the d'angelo family i guess yeah tony d'angelo yeah. stacks yeah this one you know it's kind of weird i would have thought pretty deadly and briggs and jensen could have been in this they're kind of you know, I don't know, just as big a deal as these other teams, or <laughs> yeah. even Chase U. But yeah, I don't know. The Creed brothers were already champs and lost, and Gallus. I'm not that excited about them. Maybe the D'Angelo family gets the surprise win here. Yeah, to be the first, um, like to, the first of the 2.0 brand to really, you know, make make their mark on the tag team division. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll see how that one goes. Speaking of Chase U, we're talking Chase U and Tyler Bate taking on Schism. So uh, this is, uh, is this the in-ring uh, debut of uh, the the Baby Rock? Yeah, Ava Rain will finally see uh, what she can do out there. And, uh, also, the winner of the match gets control of Chase University. Oh, yes, so. of course. So really hoping Chase U walks away with this one. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they got a good thing going. The crowd's into it, so it would be a shame to break them up. But, you know, I don't know if they'd want Ava Rain to lose in her first match. Yeah, but she doesn't have to she... take the pin. Yeah, so that's another way it's they It's eight-person so. mixed, so there's one woman. There's <laughs> It's like a three-to-one ratio. 
or a four to yeah. one or three to one. <laughs> three to one. Yeah. Either way, uh, yeah, I don't want to see anything bad happen to Chase U, so let's keep it together. What about this fatal five way for the North American Championship? Wesley, Dragon Lee, JD McDonough, Ilya Dragunov, and Axiom. Yeah, this one, I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, this uh, is going to be a banger in every sense of the word. I think this will be the first match we've seen of Dragon Lee. Yeah, he's one of those guys like uh, Vikong, Viking, I forget his yeah, name already. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's <laughs> former IWGP junior heavyweight champion, former Ring of Honor tag champion. Uh, yeah. Former Lucha Libre champion, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so he's probably, I'm sure he'll put on a nice, good breakout performance. Uh, I don't know. I could see Wesley dropping the belt here. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, to someone, uh, maybe Dragon Lee or Dragonoff. Dragon Lee or Dragonov. <laughs> so <it's>, <laughs> one of those two boys is coming home with some gold. What about that women's match, that ladder match like we were talking about? So Roxanne Perez is the champion, so she will be defending against Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, Stat Tiffany Stratton, Live Valkyrie, and Indy Hartwell, who re who kind of snuck up that last position there. Presumably, Roxanne Perez retains for the angle. Uh, I mean... Uh, if that's why they did it to kind of yeah give her that underdog thing, but it's a ladder match, so anyone can steal it. Of course. And I think if there's one other person to win, I think Tiffany Stratton would be uh, you know really she top heel of the division. She's good point. I think she's one of the, she's got tons of potential, but yeah, I don't know. If she, I don't know if they'll do it yet. Gigi Dolan, I don't think she'll win because she's a baby face now, and they probably want to put it on a heel first, but. Yeah, let the baby uh, face beat the heel. Yeah, so I think either Roxanne retains or Tiffany gets the win. That's my bet. Okay. I was see, I, I was kind of like, yeah, Roxanne uh, retains all the way, but I love that you know there's a second option there. But there's no yeah. second option here in what will probably be our main event for that NXT Championship. Braun Breaker, Arf Arf, taking on Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, this one. In the match, uh, I th Carmelo Hayes wins. Yeah, I think it's time. Braun's had the big year-long reign. Uh, you know, 18 months, these two guys have kind of been the top two stars of the male men's division, so... I don't think uh, he, I don't think he will get to 365 though. I'm looking here on the, uh, the official stats. I'm being 357 as of today. Yeah, so not not in one reign, but if you combine the two, he was... <laughs> yeah, if you combine the two, yeah, he's definitely still one of the uh, top competitors here. Yeah, but uh, either way, yeah, I think Carmelo, it's his time. Give him the win, and then Braun Breaker can maybe get called up to the main roster. Yeah, I think that main roster call-up is next, you know? Why else uh, Why else would you be losing? Why else? Would you, what else is the point of NXT if it's not to uh, graduate and move on? Arf, arf. Exactly. <laughs> you can join the ranks right. of Karrion Cross. Uh, this, that was all of NXT. That's the card. Let's flip our way over over to Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. To finish this one off, we have our opening action. Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Matt Hardy. We're live in St. Louis, by the way. 
St. Louis, okay. Uh, I was wondering if they were... I think Hardy's from Carolina, North Carolina, because he was really over here. The he was. was he was getting a lot of deletes. Yeah, kind of dueling chance between Jungle Boy and Matt Hardy, and yeah, all the delete chance. Uh, Ethan Page is in Hardy's corner interfering, so later Hook comes out to fight with Page, and this allows Jungle Boy uh, to regain control. He hits the big running elbow to the back of the head. Same finishing move as Indy Hartwell and Karrion Cross. That gives Jungle Boy the win. <laughs> yeah, that cl- it's kind of like uh, it's a less devastating Will Ospreay. Like when Will Ospreay <laughs> yeah. does that fucking ha! Yeah, not nearly as not as nearly as t- terrifyingly looking. Um, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara were watching the whole time too backstage, just like oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, they're this still fucking, kind of this fucking guy. This uh, four-pillar collision course they're yeah. kind of building too, which hopefully that could be the main event of Double or Nothing. That'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the four pillars, MJF comes out after, cuts a promo. He's still mad at Jungle Boy for interrupting his bar mitzvah a few weeks ago and talks about their history, beating him at Double or Nothing a few years back. And, you know, look where they are now. MJF's the world champ. And, Jungle Boy just calls him selfish, self-centered. MJF keeps running his mouth. Says something bad about Anna Jay, who is apparently uh, Jungle Boy's girlfriend. So that sets him off. He attacks Max and gets the better of MJF, who has to roll out to escape. And MJF getting the what chance in this one, too, folks. Everyone needs to stop. This is getting... Sorry, not MJF. Jungle Boy was getting the what chance in this one. Yeah, yeah. This needs yeah. to stop. Yeah, you know, Stone Cold never worked there. You sh- don't even do yeah, it. Yeah, it's not even a part of it. Mm-hmm. These mother- these Anyways, Dalton Castle and the boys uh, taking on the Blackpool Combat Club six-man tag. Uh, the Combat Club attack Dalton and the boys during their entrance, just continuing their heel ways and just beat the shit out of them all over ringside and Claudio's left alone with one of them just uh, tosses him around hits the Ricola bomb gives the combat club the quick win the quick win after attacking uh, the boys on on the fucking yeah. ramp there uh, some scary shit that the scary that these yeah that the Blackpool combat club seems to be on yeah evil they're just mean uh well, yeah, so back, yeah. so well, of course, yeah, there's backstage action because next up we are getting Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb for the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. Um, well, but while Don Callis was giving an interview, here come the Blackpool Combat Club to, with the beatdown, the bleed out. Yeah, so yeah, Hangman was the one being interviewed. Don Callis shows up to apologize. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I know you didn't hit me last week. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that's when the combat club run in, beat the shit out of them. and or First they beat up Hangman, Don's standing there watching. He offers a handshake to Moxley, but then Moxley nails him in the face. Callus falls down, and then all of a sudden he's just bleeding everywhere. Huge, uh, huge. So at first, I thought, damn, that's a big blade job. But why would he only do it for, you know, like three seconds of airtime, but then... Uh, no, apparently this was a real cut. 
when he got hit, he like on his way down, knocked into some equipment, just sliced his head open. Oh, heavy. really? Oh, wow. Yeah, they said he went to the hospital and it was so deep you could see his skull in this cut. That's awesome. He was just gushing this thing. <laughs> so yeah, unintentional, but uh, yeah, Don Callis gets fucking laid out here. But could this all be just to throw off the scent that he is the one pulling the strings between the back Blackpool Combat Club? Oh, you think so? I think it's an inside job. The He's attacks out on Kenny uh, in the box. Yeah, and Hangman. Yeah. Your conspiracies wouldn't run too wild. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'll be honest. But, uh, but let's get that match that we were talking about. Kenny Omega, Jeff Cobb, IWGP Championship. In, U.S. Champion. Sorry? Just to clarify, yeah. Yep. Please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, yeah. There's, it's a lot of letters. Yeah. A lot of letters. Uh, <laughs> good match, though. Good competitive back and forth. Bout... Cobb, the big man, get lots of moves in. A couple near falls there. But eventually, Kenny hits the V-trigger, and then he's able to lift up the much larger Cobb onto his shoulders. That was nuts. And, that was fucking yeah. nuts. Very impressive strength there. Hits the one-winged angel, gets the win. So Kenny retains the title. Uh, right after, though, the Blackpool Combat Club come out, surround Kenny in the ring. When Brian Danielson makes his return after being out the last three weeks, uh, he runs in there, just tells the other combat club members, stay back, don't touch him. And then he helps Kenny up in the corner. That's when Wheeler Yuta jumps on the apron, so Kenny charges at Yuta. And then he turns around right into a Busyko knee from Brian oh, Danielson. This had, oh, I'm standing up, Mike. This, I, I am standing uh. up. Hands on back of head, <laughs> mouth agape. Yeah, I just... Why, Brian? Why? That's all I could think. Uh, he puts Kenny in the label lock. The other combat club members just start kicking away at Kenny. And the four men just raise their arms together and celebrate. And, Damn it, Brian. You don't gotta be he, like them. You if, don't gotta if, do this. If you listened closely or on headphones like me, Brian Danielson yells at Kenny Omega. He says, you are everything that's wrong in professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That, that is some evil shit right there. Yeah, that's just, some evil just shit. Just say that but... about Kenny Omega. Um, so uh, the first time when Blackpool Combat Club came out when they had their match earlier, they came out to some classical music. That I'll, yeah, the uh, I don't know the what it is. Twelve overture, I think. Is that is what it is? <laughs> yeah, one of those royalty free. Yeah, but um, and then and Brian Danielson came out. He has his uh, little classical music thing. I wonder what they will uh, continue to uh, continue to come out as. Yeah, is some wild Beethoven, thing done? Bach, just um. Maybe. I mean, that's kind of like a babyface song. Like, coming in through the audience is a pretty babyface move. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe they'll put a pin in that because it seems like, yeah, not a heel thing to do. No. But, yeah, the Combat Club, full on heels. There's no denying it now. Uh, I don't know. I think you would have to think maybe those Trios titles would be in their sights. Why not? Well, yeah, titles. I mean, they're 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 a faction. 
I mean, yeah. really, or even I, both. The, the Jericho Appreciation Society, they don't really care about those either. Yeah, they're all kind of just doing whatever Jericho wants. <laughs> <laughs> In the moment. Yeah. But uh, either way, big development there. See what has to Brian has to say for himself next week, probably. Yeah, he's going to have to explain his answers uh, before Double or Nothing coming up, too. Oh, yeah, we got lots of time for that. Uh, but the, we got an international title match after this. Orange Cassidy defending against The Butcher. Uh, before the match can even start, Butcher and Blade attack Cassidy, double-team him. So the ref ejects Blade from ringside so he can begin. But uh, Cassidy starting with the big disadvantage now. and Butcher's able to just kind of beat him around for a while, working over the back. Uh, Cassidy has a comeback, though, until Butcher distracts the referee as the Blade comes back out. Nails Cassidy in the back with a crowbar. And then Butcher follows up with a big backbreaker. Makes the cover, but Cassidy kicks out. Huge kick out there. That might have been the closest he's come to losing this title since then, since winning it. Yeah. You know, like in terms of 2.9999. Yeah, you know, the big weapon shot. And, uh, yeah. But uh, anyways, the best friends come out to take out the blade. So Cassidy has his big comeback. Hits an orange punch, and then the beach break gets the win, retains the title, continuing his his nice reign he's got going. I mean, what we're probably since, uh, well, we were at the show October? Yeah. I mean, we, he could still be champ by the next time we see uh, <laughs> Yeah, he honestly June. could be. I mean, that belt will have to be featured in some capacity. Maybe it goes over to to New Japan. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's the international title, so you would think it would have to be at least featured. Uh, is that where it, is that where it debuted? Yeah, that was the crowning yeah, event last, last summer. Forbidden yeah, Door. it was, was Forbidden Door. Of course, we're talking about Forbidden yeah. Door. We'll be there. What's up? Hell yeah, we're gonna, baby. Are we going to get our seats? Uh, been, we're going to get there. We're going to say go to customer service. We're going to go to customer <laughs> service. They're going to tell us your seats have been moved to the fucking front yeah, row front beside row the lower. shirt guy. <laughs> I mean, it's happened a couple times to us now. <laughs> uh, no explanation either. It's just... just Never an know, explanation. Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> we'll get to that in a few months' time. Uh, we got some women's action. Willow Nightingale taking on Ruby Soho. Fine little match. Of course, you had the other members of the Outcasts interfering, helping out Ruby. But uh, Willow still putting up a good fight while dealing with all this bullshit. She manages to hit a nasty-looking uh, Death Valley driver onto Ruby for a big near fall. But uh, Ruby fights back, hits the no-future kick twice in a row. But Willow's able to kick out. So the outcasts start interfering once again. Ruby rolls up Willow, puts her feet on the ropes with Tony Storm holding the feet down for even more double illegal leverage. <laughs> and that gives Ruby the three count. Uh, so she gets the win. Afterwards, the outcasts, they grab the spray paint and some chairs. But then Riho and Sky Blue run out to make the save. But they're still outnumbered, so Jamie Hayter runs out to help them. Uh, clears the ring, and then she helps up Riho. And then Jamie Hayter does a little belt motion around her waist, signaling, you want the shot? You can be my next challenger. Fantastic. That, yeah, that has the potential to be a fantastic match. 
And, uh, and as far as the outcasts, I like that um, uh, they're all in on the color scheme of the gimmick. We're bright <laughs> lime green all over the place. Yeah, kind of black and green, the DX colors. The DX colors. Uh, but then also we need a better song. And I say this because I don't know the fucking song. And I feel like if you're going to have like a <laughs> a licensed song as your entrance song, it better be one that everyone fucking knows. Like, uh, well, say what you will about Ronda Rousey. She has a pretty damn good fucking entrance song as a badass woman. Baddest woman on the yeah. planet, some have said, including Corey Graves. <laughs> Yeah, many times, and you know their names, the Outcasts. So, which better group than than Outcasts? <laughs> Outcasts. <laughs> you know, uh, maybe bombs like Roses. I was thinking Bombs Over Baghdad. <laughs> that would be good, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a. Yeah, I guess you don't want the crowd to sing along, so. <laughs> yeah, you would. I'd want your AEW crowd singing. They wouldn't be able to keep up. Bombs over Baghdad. Ian Slum, National Thunder pounds when I stomp the ground. A million elephants, still a back orangutan. You can't stop a train. Ah. I used to know the whole thing. You used to know the whole thing, Mike. You used to know the whole thing. I'm sure you could still pull it out <laughs> if you were in the right mood and uh, you felt the beat. But let's get on through to our main event. Action here of the night for the first time in nine months since that aforementioned Forbidden Door and Cole returned to the ring. Uh, Mike, you know how he's taking on Daniel Garcia, by the way. I'm Adam Cole getting the first entrant of the of the of the match. You know, the crowd was on fucking fire for his entrance and they were last week and they were the week before. Um, yeah. Mike and I say this I say this every week you know what you know part of it is the choreographed entrance Adam Cole's entrance is choreographed it's just to the beat of a song so you don't really feel like it is uh, he's at yeah, the top of the ramp I mean, at the exact same time he comes down the ramp at the exact same time he's lined up to do the fucking boom at the exact same time then he comes in eight bars later Adam Cole baby <laughs> like it's 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 yeah, it's fucking core, and you know, and it fucking pops, and I love Adam Cole. You know that I do. Uh, but let's just get on into the match. Uh, Daniel Garcia dominating early on, not especially not uh, being afraid to target that head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know he was out with a big injury, head injury, serious concussion. So yeah, early on, Garcia with a big spike pile driver just. Yeah. Right on the head. And a real ooh then, moment. Yeah. And then a big high ankle German suplex, just targeting the head all match. And then he does an even crazier pile driver where Garcia, he like puts both of Cole's arms behind his back like a double hammer lock and then hits the pile driver. So Cole has no way to protect himself with his arms locked up there. So crazy looking move there. Uh, but... He's Adam Cole, baby, so he's able to fight back. Has his big comeback. He hits the Panama Sunrise, followed up by the boom. Gets the big win in his triumphant return here. Gets the boom. And now I like that we say that when the move hits, too. I can't wait to cheer <laughs> yeah. on Adam Cole at Forbidden Door 2. Yeah. From the, fr from him, the front row uh... beside Green Shirt Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, so the match ends. 
Uh, we get, we have Britt Baker comes down to the ring because, of course, check out AW All Access coming up next. And then yeah. we get the big streamers coming out. It's, uh, yeah, it's big a big kiss in the ring. Big emotional moment. Of course, these are Owen Hart Foundation champions in their own right. Uh, yeah. Right? We're talking for Vendor. Right? Didn't that culminate there or something? No. I don't, um, I don't know. It's either that or double or nothing. I can't might remember. Have been, it's hard to say. They might, I mean, it might as well culminate in Canada this year. Might as well, baby. Baby. Uh, and then after <laughs> the match, uh, Chris Jericho comes out. Judas starts playing. Chris Jericho comes out to just kind of help Daniel Garcia out of the ring, help him up ruining adam cole's moment in the sun however <laughs> chris jericho <laughs> as he's walking up the ramp slowly stops and tilts his head back to about a 90 degree uh eyes darting over his shoulder he's got his eye on adam cole and then he continues back up the ramp stops again as we fade <laughs> out uh as as we go to commercial and start aw all access chris jericho with his literal eyes set on adam cole baby yeah so i guess that'll be the first uh, major feud for cole coming back he already beat one member of the jericho society so yeah why not yeah it's, it's, <laughs> yeah why <laughs> Why? Because why the fuck not? So uh, that was the entirety of Dynamite. So let's get into our WrestleMania weekend, Mike. Uh, let's uh, let's kick off night one. We're going to kick off night one because we do know what that's going to be. We're going to mix in a little prop bets as we go. Mike, how's that? Does that, does that sound good to you? Sure. Cool. So why don't we kick off... Uh, our WrestleMania card, like we already said, Austin Theory taking on John Schmina. Um, Cena wins and then loses the next night for the for the for the Hollywood pop. Or is this a chance? <laughs> I think this can be this match could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great match. Crowd loves John Cena. Uh, yeah, I could see him winning and dropping it the next night, or I could even see Theory winning by nefarious means if Cena just wants to only work one night but uh, yeah either way good way to kick off the show gonna be a ton of fun I mean like you said yeah he's gotta be on he's gotta be on set tomorrow <laughs> yeah he's gotta run down after this to get to the the Warner Brothers lot yeah, WB lot what about some sick women six women tag action uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, Becky Lynch. So two two of the uh, the the tag members taking on Damage Control uh, in a what's going to be a lot of fun. Big baby faces get the the win. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, you bring back these Hall of Famers. I mean, Becky and Lita are still the champions, so they're probably going to keep them winning until they decide to lose the belts. Probably not too long from now. Yeah, unless yeah, unless Trish Stratus is eating a pin, like it's most likely Dakota Kai eats a pin. Probably, yeah. Yeah, more likely than not. Uh, let's move our way through, though. What about this? Uh, what about this father-son match? Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, a unstipped but card subject to change. <laughs> yeah, I think this could be one of the hottest matches of the night. Uh, super heat for Dominic. You know, I've been saying next to Roman Reigns, I think he might be the number two heel 
on the me car, right now. on the card. Uh, yeah, on night one, night two. Yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. I think Dominic should get the win, biggest win of his life, uh, through cheating or whatever he has to do. Maybe Aaliyah turns heel, helps him out. Ooh, that'd be fun. I mean, yeah, <laughs> putting your son over is like the ultimate. That's the ultimate dad move. You know, that's that's the. You know, that's the literal passing the torch. You know, Thanksgiving would be really awkward this year if Dominic doesn't go over, right? He's like, <laughs> da- you know, hey, son, can you pass the turkey or can you pass the, the gravy? I mean, it was already awkward when he got arrested. It was already year. awkward when he got arrested. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> what, about, um, what about the singles match here between Logan Paul and Seth freaking Rollins? Now, Logan Paul is staring down the barrel of a perfect record here. I, you know, perfect rum, record. Rumble, Rumble excluded. And Crown Jewel. No, I guess no, I'll count Rumble. No, I mean, like, perfect record in terms of bangers. Oh, okay. In terms of his, uh, yeah, not in terms of wins. No, <laughs> I think he's actually only won once, I think. No, twice. He's two and yeah. two for two, two and two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he'll so definitely. This is, this is gonna pop. I think we know it's gonna pop. We know it's gonna. We know it has that potential. Yeah, and you know he's. I'm sure he's got a big moment planned. He's done top rope splashes through a table and the springboard at the rumble. So he'll probably do something cool. Maybe like a moon salt or who knows something big. He'll do something. He'll do something. Yeah. Um, but. but do you think he gets the win? Or do you think Seth goes over here? Uh, I think Seth probably goes over because he's still one of the hot, hot baby faces. Yeah, he's there still he's the weekly guy, right? Uh, he's, you know, and there's in some situations it doesn't really make sense for uh, the the part timer to you know get those big wins. Yeah, not always, not always. Yeah, and Logan he can still lose and look good by doing a bunch of cool stuff and mm-hmm. get his viral moments online. <laughs> get a cell phone moment or whatever. Yeah. What about this uh, WrestleMania showcase match? Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders. A lot of so there's a lot of beef here. A lot of beef. A lot of men. So yeah. is this a fatal four way tag? Is this? There's four people and they all need to tag out, or is this only two people in the ring at the same time? Probably just two at the same time, but I mean they've done it both ways before. Yeah. But yeah. Um Yeah, either way, it'll just be a fun match. Lots of stuff going on. Ricochet and Ford just jumping all over the place. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Maybe we get the definitive breakup of Gable and Otis here with the models at ringside, or who oh, knows? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, but either way, I think probably Street Profits or Strowman and Ricochet, one of those two. Yeah, my 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 bet was on Strowman Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then the winner will probably get a title shot. Yeah, down the line. Uh, talk. <laughs> speaking of title shots, our SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair defending against Rhea Ripley. We heard the promo earlier on. We might get another one uh, tomorrow night. You know, it doesn't really feel like there is much momentum here. But we have the match has gone down before. We know these are two of the best. Yeah, when the bell rings, the action will be great. And I'm sure the crowd will be hot. And Rhea Repley should get the win. Yeah. 
Rhea Ripley gets the win. You know, it's uh, Charlotte Flair's. Like, I wonder what she wants to do. You know, she wants to stick around, but then you know, she's always going to be in that title picture. But then, of course, you know, or do people <coughs> flip around brands? Rhea Ripley has been a raw dominant performer. Yeah, they could flip them both to the other shows, kind of give them a fresh set of opponents and stuff like that. Yeah, something like that, which leads to our main event for the undisputed tag team championships. The Usos taking on the team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. A couple of good Canadian kids. Uh, can the can the power of Canadian love beat the the power of a love between twins? Mike, I think this <laughs> is going to answer that question. For a lot of people, is this the downfall of the bloodline? Because this would be step one. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's time. The Usos have had a great long over. I mean, longest reign in the history of WWE tag champions. Mm-hmm. So uh, they yeah. have cemented themselves Owens. as surefire Hall of Famers. Yeah, Sami Zayn. He deserves to hopefully have this be the main event of night one, and he deserves to win the titles. And you know, him and Owens have never won them together. So a lot of fun. It'll just be a nice feel-good moment to end the night. Hopefully. Yeah, it's time. For the bloodline to be dethroned, for Sami Zayn to have his WrestleMania moment. If there's one person on the entire card, night one, night two, who deserves such a such a crowning, it is Sami Zayn. Yeah, absolutely. Night two, Bay Bay, triple threat for our Intercontinental Championship. Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, it's just beef, slapping beef. Uh, the crowd is going to be hot for this as it kicks off the show. Yeah, I mean, this one has the potential to uh, be a match of the weekend caliber. This is this uh, this has five stars written all over it. Wouldn't be great if Drew got that big five star match after carrying the company on his big broad fucking shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could certainly see it. Uh, if Clash of the Castle was any indication, just more of that. That's all you need to do. Just beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes. And I still hope Gunther retains, though. Cause, yeah, yeah, talk about to. historic reigns. You know, as one historic reign ends, uh, maybe another should, uh, you know, just be, be starting. Or not starting, but gaining momentum. Yeah, continue. We want to set the record. Yeah. Best all time, Gunther. Hopefully. Best all. Take that, honky tonk man. <laughs> yeah. What about a little action here on that re- women's WrestleMania showcase? Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, Shotzi, Ronda, Shayna, uh, Chelsea Green, Sonia Deville. I love it when there's four tag teams and none of them have a fucking name. Uh, yeah. It's clearly I mean... eight bitches thrown together. And here we Except go. Except Rhonda and Shayna, they've been, they've been a package for a while now. Yeah, but then let's name. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The rowdy fighters. Great, I love it, <laughs> love it. Let's call them that forever. <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of people getting their first WrestleMania from this match, like Shotzi, Chelsea Green, uh, probably Raquel and Sonya. I don't know if they've been on the WrestleMania. Probably Raquel, before. yeah. But uh, yeah, so it should just be a nice, fun match. Big moments. I'm sure their families will all be there. 
I think either Rhonda and Shayna will get the win, or maybe Liv, Morgan, and Raquel, because they like to keep them both kind of looking strong. But yeah, I think I, the, I think the Liv, Morgan, Raquel is our best op. Raquel Rodriguez is the best option. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Either way, like I said for the other one, the winner should get a title match after this, anyways. So mm. we'll see. What about Brock and Omos? 410 pounds of Omos taking on Brock Lesnar in a weird match uh, with weird booking. I mean, Brock Brock's going over, yeah. Like, I don't think he's losing to this motherfucker. I don't think so, but I mean, if they want to, it would be a huge deal for Omos. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he's on that level yet to be beating a guy like Brock. No. But... I mean, I think they want him to be on that level, so they could try and do something. That's a big it. move, though. It's a big move. Uh, but, yeah, if Brock wins, it'll be impressive just to see him lift the guy up and hit the F5. That'll be a really cool visual. Yeah, that'll be a cool visual, yeah. Uh, what about this Hell in a Cell match? Edge and the Demon Finn Balor, former... Um, former cohorts, as it were, in the Judgment Day. It's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, Hell in a Cell. Uh, a lot of crazy shit can happen in there. We'll and get some it, weaponry. It is our only gimmick match of the of the weekend. Yeah, no ladder matches or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll get a lot of time. They can do some crazy shit. Maybe even get outside the cage. They like to do that sometimes. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, give the demon the win here. That's what you should do. Yeah, I think the Judgment Day is what's important, and that's what we need yeah. to focus on. I want to see a clean sweep for the Judgment Day at WrestleMania. Ooh. 3-0. and Yeah, would love to see that. Because then, then with the bloodline crumbling, all of a sudden the Judgment Day is your new Yeah, we're faction. just swapping one faction with another. Yeah. And it's perfect. What about... This Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair taking on Asuka, who we didn't see any on the Go Home show. No, like we said about the other women's title match, the build has been lacking. Uh, you know, coming out of the Rumble with Asuka's return and the new look with the face paint, I was thinking she could be on a on course for beating Belair, but they really haven't done a whole lot to make me think. I don't know. I could see Belair retaining now. Yeah, if they had maybe had built it up a bit more, I would have thought to myself, oh, yeah, Asuka's coming for it. Yeah. Coming out of the Rumble, she was hot enough to believe that. But, yeah, she just... I mean, she's still awesome. She still could win, but I think they'll probably stick with Belair for now. Yeah, maybe. Give her that pl a year plus. Yeah. She's only like a week away or something. Wow. So. Uh, which would have to bring us to our main event... Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, that undisputed Universal Championship. I feel like we're not going to know what's going to happen until the bell rings at the end after a three count. I'm so yeah. fucking torn. I mean, 900 plus days over three years leading to this moment. No man has beaten Roman Reigns since 2019. He had the longest title reign of our generation. Uh, but you know, uh, we all wanted Sami Zayn, but I think Cody Rhodes, I think it's, it's time. It's 
time to end the reign and end WrestleMania with a big happy moment. So give it to Cody. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's either it. It's either the big fucking happy moment or we go for a thousand. Like, I don't know. I I think it, maybe I just cannot accept that it would be time. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they like the round number of a thousand, but I feel like Cody winning the main event is bigger than the number one thousand. Yeah, and then because people have had longer than a thousand already, it's just, Cody wins, know. and then we figure out what to do with these two championships. Well, hopefully we'll split them up after I've heard rumors of a new title design being introduced so maybe oh, yeah. the i don't know cody wants to bring back the classic winged eagle belt which would be cool even like a modified version of it oh it's whatever cody wants now right <laughs> i don't know but uh i think yeah cody rhodes walks out as the champ yeah hopefully yeah we can see it we can see it. So let's get into our uh, our final thing, which let's let's give over some of our WrestleMania prop bets here. I just want to uh, say right away that uh, as of this year, we have defuncted the how many twenty four seven title changes will there be? <laughs> yeah, because um, we did do that last year, Mike. But I would like to say, out of both years that we ran the awards. It changed zero times, <laughs> and <laughs> we bet a, a cumulative 20 different changes, uh, <laughs> but it, anyways, never happens, uh, but we're going to get into some more things right here. Uh, kicking off with the sleeper hit match. I'm going to bring you the sleeper hit match. There's some, honestly, a lot of the matches here on this card, I, I'm, I'm seeing and I know they have the potential to pop. But I yeah, it's hard to. It is hard to maybe say. think about it in that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So I was going sleeper hit match. Um, I'm going for that triple threat for the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, Sheamus, Drew. I think our eyes are going to be focused <coughs> in a lot of places. Our eyes are going to be focused in the main events. Certainly, we're we're looking at Ray and Dom, or we're looking in a lot of places, and this is going to fucking stand out. Yeah, I think. You know, sleeper hit. We could probably also call it the the show stealing match mm -hmm. of the weekend, maybe. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with the same one. Gunther, Sheamus, McIntyre, gonna be crazy, wild. Everyone's body's gonna be red by the end of it. Ah, uh, it's gonna be a big old fucking meat fest, <laughs> which I love. I love a good meat fest. Uh, what about here? The most pyro, Mike. Give it to me. This one, uh, I think, has pretty much already been spoiled. Because uh, I'm going to say Cody Rhodes, he's already gone on record to say his entrance is going to have the most pyro you've ever seen in your life. So, <laughs> but, yeah, but, Cody but, yeah, Cody can say it, but what if Roman is the one to get it? I mean, it's possible, but I'm going to stick with Cody for this Especially one. Especially on your way out? Maybe. Which is why, I'm Mike, I'm taking the other side. The other side of this. I'm thinking Roman Reigns is going to get the most pyro. All right. Um, like in one shot, you know? Yeah, yeah. During your entrance or after. Or after. Whichever one is bigger, you know, and that kind of thing. Uh, but, hey, it's going to happen. It's going to happen between those, between those two matches or in this match, you know? 
Yeah, I think that's a certainty. <sighs> what are the shortest match here? I'll give it to you. Um, I have... Yeah, I think Brock Omos, I think this is the closest thing to a squash that we might have. Um, and I was going to peg it at 7 minutes and 15 seconds. 7.15. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the same match. I'll say 6 minutes, 54 seconds. 6.54. <laughs> should, should clarify, it, it uh, is not Price is Right rules. <laughs> no, just closest in general. <laughs> Close to, but you can totally go over. Mike, yeah. give us our next one. We just talked about the shortest match. What about the longest match? Longest match? Uh, I think it's probably going to be Roman versus Cody. Uh, you know, I could see the Hell in a Cell match getting a ton of time, but at the end of the day, I'll go with the main event. Uh, although last year, that... Roman Brock match ended up being pretty short and underwhelming. So, just because it's the main event doesn't mean it's always going to be the longest. But mm -hmm. this year, I think it will probably be nearly thirty minutes. Cody versus Roman. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, the Hell in a Cell match has the potential, and Edge being last year's longest match winner makes me think he has it in him again. God damn it! This is a man who was a part of the greatest wrestling match of all time, if you recall. Uh, so I think <laughs> I think that Edge and The Fiend, the, sorry, not The Fiend, wow, sorry, <laughs> the team and Finn Balor, same guy, different body type, I think they're going to cruise in at 24 minutes. Okay, yeah, I didn't give my time. Okay, you want to th throw one out there? I'll say 29 minutes and 58 seconds. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I love the enthusiasm there. Yeah. Uh, what is next on the list here? Hey, who will jump or fall off to the tallest thing? Now, this one's a bit weird because we don't, yeah, we don't have a ladder match. We don't have an unsanctioned. We don't have a false count anywhere type of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess by default, I'm just going with the Hell in a Cell match because... You know, they could. I don't think anyone's gonna fall off the top of the cage, but they could fall off the side of the cage while they're climbing up and through an announced table. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Finn Balor falls off the side of the cage. Okay. Through a table. I also picked Finn Balor. I also picked Finn Balor. Here we go for most booed. Uh, we had just said it. We had just said it. You know, one of the top heels on the card. Despite his his adolescence, Dominic Mysterio, if he gets that win, <laughs> if he slaps his dad, I don't know, something's going to happen. And I don't know if it's going to be during the entrance, during a particular moment in the match, or the, the event itself. Dom is going to get booed out of the building. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm going with Dominic as well. He's been getting some of the biggest boos every single week. And at the show of shows, I'm sure it'll be the same. Here's one for you. Most likely submission victory. Most likely. Now that we have no submission only matches, right? So that one's on there. There, there potentially any match could end via submission. Yeah. Even Hell in a Cell. Um, yeah, definitely. Exactly. I'm sure it has. But uh, 
Yeah, only a few people really use submissions as their finishers, so I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. They kind of, you know, that's their thing, doing those arm bars and stuff. So, Ronda, Shayna. Yeah, that's the go-to. That's the go-to. Unfortunately, you know, we don't have many people on the card uh, this year that use submissions, right? Even Bob, even the likes of Bobby Lashley, The Fiend aren't here. Even Even AJ Styles with the calf crusher. <laughs> yeah. But what about this one? What about most cheered? What about most cheered? I think night one, that main event, I think Sami Zayn, when he when he gets the pin on Jimmy or on Jay, who, which one's uh, more impactful? I think the moment will be equally impactful, but that pop is going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Sami Zayn as well for all those reasons. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Okay, smart. What about who's going to bleed? Who will bleed? Again, no ladders. Nothing really is here except for the cell to give us uh, some blood. And there's a chance that no one (laughs) will bleed. Yeah, but usually someone, even accidentally, it usually happens some way or another. So who's it going to be? Um, I mean, yeah, the most likely candidate would be in the Hell in a Cell. So I'm going to go with Edge because it'd be harder to tell if Finn's bleeding with all that paint on. Yeah, that's who I pick, too. And also, I think the uh, the blood on the on the paint would look. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, could get lost, could get lost. And if you're going to do it, you need everyone to see it. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, about most likely to debut? Now, a little bit weird. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any been, really been any potential of anything. I don't know. Have you heard rumors? Or uh, maybe if you want to differently define what a, a debut is. Uh, no, this one was pretty hard. Yeah. Kind of throwing stuff. I I can I can I can uh, give you I can give you mine. Yeah, I mean I've got yeah. Go okay, ahead. so I think most likely the debut. I think I I, I kind of had to stretch this definition maybe because again in, in years past we've picked people <clears throat> who never showed up at all. Oh, we've picked the we both picked the only person who has ever showed up. Uh, but I think somewhere in the Seth Rollins Logan Paul match, Logan Paul's brother Jake Paul will be in the action he'll be on the other side of the barricade in some capacity (laughs) making his at least kind of like on camera appearance he might hit a bump he might take a bump I don't know but I think if if if, do you think would you could we branch that into a debut um again I mean I think we saw him at crown jewel but he didn't hop the barricade I think he even had entrance music and everything. He, but he, okay, okay, okay. So maybe that's not okay. So who do you have? Again, yeah, I was also having a trouble well, with this one. Yeah, I don't know, cause, I mean, I had a couple names, but some of them were technically in the Royal Rumble this year. So, I'll just say, uh, Ilya Dragunov, after Gunther retains, he comes out and kind of has a little stare down or something. Okay, okay, that's cool. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is a hard one to do. It may, uh, who knows, maybe depending on how successful we are, you know, we'll see if the category lives long. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. What about most likely to return? And do you see any room for a return here? Um, yeah. I mean, at least in like a segment, I could see uh, if L.A. Knight's not going to be on the card, I could see him coming out talking some shit. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out to interrupt, give him the stunner, give him the, the big rub there. Oh, you think? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Okay. Very fun. I would love that, too. Uh, I was actually going to think about uh, someone else. I was actually going with Alexa Bliss. I think if there's yeah. somebody oh. over on any of these, any of the women's side here to pl- either align their loyalty or, you know, stand up against, uh, it'll be Alexa Bliss returning. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we still, there's room for one more match on night two, like we said, and this whole Bobby Lashley, Bray Wyatt thing's kind of been forgotten about, but maybe they throw it on last minute, and that's where Alexa returns, and who knows? Um, yeah, either way, Bobby Lashley, he's still campaigning for a WrestleMania match, so got a couple days to figure who it out. Who knows if he'll ever get it. Yeah. What about the total duration of both nights? Uh, well, you know, we'll kind of give our closest, Mike. Mike, this is famously the category that you were a minute off of. <laughs> or yeah, 59 seconds, uh, which was absolutely incredible <laughs> to think about. Uh, Mike, I'm going to give you my time here. I think the whole event is going to be six six, well, six, six hours and 47 minutes minutes wow i wanted to get a little precise with it i mean yeah you got to be precise uh it's funny though mine Uh is exactly one hour longer seven hours 47 minutes (laughs) no way okay okay that's how that's how the game's played seven hours and 47 minutes uh i definitely think night two is going to be longer than night three yeah i think so too but too funny okay (laughs) which mike brings us to our uh final category here we have the longest entrance oh sorry no second i'm sorry i'm gonna one we have one more before that no longest entrance yes correct um yeah who do you have so we talked about Uh, this earlier we know it's going to be in that roman cody match just which one of the motherfuckers is it going to be and how long is it going to be yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Roman Reigns, just because I think he walks slower than Cody. <laughs> yeah. he that's really that's likes some to Undertaker logic. Up. Yeah, and you know the ramp's super long, so it's gonna be a long entrance. I'm gonna say six minutes forty four seconds. Wow, six forty four. It's a long time, but I mean. What's our definition in the start of the music to the stop of the music? Yeah, or it's it's yeah, it's stop of the music. Six forty four. Um, yeah, we said we had said this before. It's the start of the music to they are in the ring, and like music <clears throat> is done. Yeah. So because I guess the first person might have a bit of an advantage because sometimes they kind of wait couple seconds before playing the next song yeah i think if they're at a point where they're standing there waiting it's done yeah 
I was also going to go with Roman Reigns because of his uh, his slower gait. Of course, he has the penguin waddling behind him, so that doesn't help uh, <laughs> anything. But I thought it was going to be a lot, way less, so I had 4 minutes and 21 seconds. Either way, we mm. both agree it's going to be Roman, though, and I think uh, it's important to focus on his speed. So finally, we have title changes on the night. I just had to count this one up, really. I think a lot of things are going to switch hands. I think except for the inter... I think Gunther will retain and Austin will retain. Not Stone Cold, that is. <laughs> so then, in total, I mean, I guess if we count the undis the undisputed championships as one, even though they are two... Yeah, yeah. Uh... So I guess I gotta go four. Uh yeah. I was thinking either three or either four. Either three or four, yeah. Yeah. But I gotta pick one. I think the uni the universal title, the tag titles, and the SmackDown women's title are guaranteed. Almost guaranteed. So yeah, so that's at least three. But I'll leave room for a surprise. I don't know. I'll just go with three in case. Yeah, who knows? Wow. Say three. And that's it. That's how we that's how we judge it. That's how we judge it. And uh so we'll be sure to watch. Folks, it's Mania season. Cannot wait for the show of shows. Night one, night two. I think they're both gonna burn the house down. It really is the best weekend of the year. Yeah. Gonna be lots of fun. Always is. And uh yeah, we'll see catch up on all the crazy shit that happens next week next week baby thanks for listening rate for you like subscribe shows everywhere we'll be back post mania post raw after mania um it's gonna be a lot of fun thanks for listening folks mike take care of yourself all right until next time Two.